0: Hi guys, welcome to Bombshells and Blue Shells, the podcast spin-off of the website Bombshellsandblueshells.com. I'm Alex. And I'm Alex. And today, for our pre-Christmas episode, we're going to count down our top five horror films of 2019. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Very excited. Yo. Um, <laughs> so, it's kind of continuing on from... The past couple of years, I think, maybe like 2015 onwards, really good years for horror. Like, it's a good time to be a horror freak.
1: I think a good time for movies in general. It's been a very popular year for people going to the cinema. But Booking True. the trend
0: of the last, probably decade, I would say, if not longer. True, yeah, we've actually had some uh, high grosses and... Massive grosses. People going back to the cinema, but also kind of... Again, the streaming sort of element, people not having to go to the cinema to get some amazing films. Like, there's a few that might not be on the top five of my list, but definitely are on the list that I'm creating for the website that were either exclusive to streaming services or um, came out very quickly onto streaming services.
1: Yeah, I think uh, one of them has certainly got a special mention in mind, Uh, not quite
0: in the top five. Uh, some honorable mentions. Yeah, just one. Just, just one. one. <laughs> yeah, it was really hard. Like it, it was easy to pick out some of the best horror films. I think the list I've made for the website is top sixteen because fuck top tens. That's you know. Yes. Draw okay. outside the Do box. Really well. <laughs> draw outside the lines. You make your own rules. I make my own rules. You don't conform to these <laughs> standards. Nah, and I'm sure the five people that read it, including my mum, will really appreciate me breaking those yeah, rules.
1: I'm sure they will.
0: Yep. Um. But yeah, it's kind of it's hard then to rank them. Like, where do I put you? You're not you're not supposed to have favorite children, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> it's like just I just rank I have you. No
1: problem. I mean, it did take me forever when I was sat at the pub the other day <laughs> thinking, oh, God, let's make I sure this? that you pick films that she's definitely going to have research for because you have not. Because you have not
0: researched. You make it sound like I sit here and that's all
1: I do. No, but I'm fairly confident they're going to be the same. I'm fairly confident they're going to be the same.
0: I would like some difference. I'm really hoping they're going to be the same. (laughs) If you're looking at
1: uh, intellectual and individual insight into these films without any kind of preparation whatsoever,
0: it's going to be fun.
1: (laughs) It's going to be brief.
0: Brief. (laughs) That's how I like it. Um... So, just before we get into this, uh, obviously, our last fortnight's episode was a big one that took a long time, so we got straight into it. Um, Not so much news and previews, just obviously, we've kind of... Have you seen the trailer for Black Christmas?
1: No. Although, no. I did see someone today on Instagram that I follow say it's a very... Um... Female fingers up to the patriarchy type mm-hmm. film, so I imagine it's uh,
0: you're not gonna like it. <laughs> I mean, I fucking hate feminism, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks it looks interesting. I understand where people are coming from with the whole it's Black Christmas in name and nothing else because it doesn't seem to be stop following the same story of the two previous iterations of Black Christmas, like the '70s, and then I think there was like a mid. 2000... So the one with a phone
1: in the corridor and there was someone in the loft
0: yeah yep yeah. I remember this. so much memories um, but I am intrigued to see that one obviously it comes out after our list and not to poop on it already but I feel like it might get slipped into the we may go up to the top 17 horror of the uh, of 2019 but I don't think it's gonna ever knock anything off my top five. And that's presumptuous it could be fucking amazing but I just got a feeling that.
1: yeah I mean I have not even seen the uh, trailer for it so I can't comment. I have just remembered a film that we've watched this year that I would probably say is horror and isn't on my list but may go on it and I'm fairly confident it's on yours but I can't remember what it's called so there we go
0: well, I'm sure it's just just after the next thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, we'll we'll have a little break, and I will jog some memories. But I just wanted to just kind of anything that you like the news and previews, but like anything that you wanted to discuss, because I just wanted to bring up how amazing Bone Parish was.
1: Oh okay, yeah, I've still not read. You've that not yet.
0: read it yet. So we we've we went graphic novel hunting, and I do think it's quite new. I think volume three's not come out yet.
1: No, it's it's volume two at the minute, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so this is obviously the uh, trade back, so like the graphic novel edition instead of the singular comics.
1: Yeah. Compilation of six comics.
0: Yes, and I have read volume one of Bone Parish, and honestly, it was, it's just beautiful. Like, it's such an interesting little story, so kind of a new drug made from the kind of bones of the deceased that allows you to either live through them or talk to them so like obviously you're all commissioning i want a rock star and i want the greatest sex god that ever lived and blah 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 blah. um but it's the whole story around that and things as well and it's just lots of it sounds, I sound like a, a small child with a colour chart, but the blues and the purples that they use of it, the the way oh, they yeah. colour it. Is blues and at, purples. Blues and purples. But it's just got this really kind of gothic colour palette, while still being a modern story, and uh, yeah, you need to read it. Bone read it. I will read it. I will read it. I will read it.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to think of what I've read recently. What I spent a mean? lot of time on uh, Gideon Falls, which I'm big mm. into. I'm on Trade back 3 now, but I have had them individually as well as comics.
0: That's one I need to do as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Gideon Falls is brilliant.
0: Didn't you read the new Joe Hill one as well?
1: Yeah, Basket Full of Heads. I've not read the latest comic in its entirety. I got two thirds of the way through and then I fell asleep. And that isn't a statement about how (laughs) good that is or isn't. It's just that I was extremely tired and I was using it as an excuse to fall asleep at the time. Yeah.
0: You were consistent in that you don't just fall asleep to films, you can also fall asleep without reading. It's... That's right. I mean, many
1: of my top five are in fact films that I fall asleep in.
0: <laughs> That's not great. I've
1: enjoyed them more as a result of the sleep, I think, mm. in some cases. Like because when it I'm... gives me a reason to go back and watch them again.
0: Which one was it? Again, I think it was the... was it Iranian or... Um, The one that we missed at Grimmfest. Yeah.
1: Uh, Satan's Slaves? No, that's the other one. That's the
0: other one. Or it might have been Satan's Slaves, actually. I think it was, because that's one of the few horror films (laughs) that I've fallen asleep during, and the lucid fucking dreams I had during that because of falling asleep during it. I I will not revisit that film, because I think what I saw in my head was (laughs) more terrifying. I might be a little bit disappointed. I'm pretty sure it was Satan Slaves. Satan's Slaves. Satan's Slaves.
1: Boom, well done memory box.
0: Woo! So she beat
1: her, one nil.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna just take a quick second just to jog our memories um, and then we're...
1: I've decided that I'm not changing my top five irrespective no. of not being able to remember what that film is
0: called. Oh, Okay, that's fine. We're just gonna take a quick second and then we will be going into our top five. Horror fine. films of 2019. The rulings that I've come up with are rule number one, you're starting. <laughs> that's
1: fine because uh, yeah, yeah. Just let's get this out of the way.
0: Yep. Rule sure. number two, if something is on your list that is higher up on my list, we'll discuss it when we come around to it being at the higher point. So if you've got a film at number five that's my number three, we'll discuss it at the number three point instead of discussing it Before that, I'm probably ending up with like my number one being discussed as your number three, and then I'm just sat here sad.
1: Fingers crossed for me getting in the right order as well.
0: Woo! (laughs) The simplest of (laughs) organising. The simplest
1: of organising. I'm really hoping it's going to work out well.
0: (laughs) Well, we will be back in a second with our top five horror of 2019. Okay, welcome back, we're gonna dive into our top five, starting with your number five. What you got?
1: Uh, I have got Ma. Ma. Is it on your list?
0: It is not on my top five. Oh, so how it. prepared are we? <laughs> Just
1: let me take a couple of seconds to open up Google. Please,
0: Google fast, Google fast. So. So, Ma.
1: So, Ma was a film released earlier this year, uh, starring Octavia Spencer. Uh, I remember that much. and a Oscar of, nominee? Oscar nominee, Octavia Spencer, and pass. I don't know if that uh, is the case. You keep going. Presumably for the um, space rocket thing. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. Oh, you've is it got the NASA women? women of NASA?
0: Um, the Help. Oh, really?
1: That isn't the Women of NASA film, is um, it?
0: But she's also in Hidden Figures, which Hidden is the figures. Women of NASA film. But yes, so Octavia Spencer stretching out into some weird horror.
1: Yeah, and uh, I have to say it was very uncomfortable at times. Um, mm-hmm. Reasoning behind the horror genre, basically uh, a group of kids um, who you later find out are related to or the uh, children of a group of uh, teenagers at the high school when Octavia Spencer was attending the school yeah uh, who didn't exactly treat her well um, <laughs> No. Are subsequently subjected to uh, a lot of misdeeds from uh, uh, miss octavia spencer
0: from ma come party ma. with ma from
1: ma um for me it was very unnerving mm. i think as you go through the film
0: it had it had a lot of really kind of good moments Of suspense or kind of it built itself so much that you were like, okay, this woman is a little bit off her kilter, but I still feel sorry for her, still feel sorry for her, still oh no, I don't feel sorry for you anymore, you are mental.
1: It's very difficult to to relate to that kind of character. Um Mm. certainly for him. So vindictive, so calculated, and so organised in the approach that she's taken to it. And yet so I suppose chaotic at some points as well. At the same time, you know, it 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 felt somewhat structured and disorganized at the same time, um, resulting in a lot of kind of disaster for for the individuals involved uh, uh, from the kids' point of view, Mm. but also from uh, a couple of the parents that particularly did not uh, did not have anything nice to uh, to communicate to her.
0: There's a hit and run that is intense as anything yes um there's a blood transfusion
1: blood transfusion slash um i suppose uh,
0: member removal sexual yeah yeah and obviously it all links back to what the trauma that suan who is ma the trauma she went through which was intense like the thing what those kids did to her was was awful
1: but there's... Absolutely, but I suppose ultimately what she was intending to do in the first place was mm. not exactly the most desirable no. thing at the time.
0: And there's, there's that element of, it's almost, did she have this plan from the get-go? Was her plan to kill these kids, you know, to do something awful to them? Or was this plan to be so loved by them that... She alienated their parents. Like, did she just did she want simple revenge, but ended up with like crazy person revenge? Yeah,
1: it's difficult to say, and that's what I mean. (laughs) It's it's, feels like a structured approach, but with chaos mingled into it as a result of the fact that she really couldn't control what was going to happen by from any of the individuals involved. Uh, You know, even to to an extent, her own daughter.
0: Yeah, because that becomes a thing, doesn't it? As well. Mm. you no, know, I did. I, I, it's not made it onto my list, unfortunately. But I did. I did enjoy it. I, <coughs> it was a, an interesting. You know, like when you start describing it, then like uh, a maniacal character takes revenge on the kids of their tormentors. I'm like, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, less burn victims. Less burn. Slightly less. <laughs> was, um, who was? It, her boss in the thing as well because she was brilliant. It's just so oh, off just the like cuff the, the entire time. vet yeah.
0: lady was just like, no, it's fine. You just sit there and be fucking useless. Yeah, <laughs> she it was great.
1: Because she, she was a great character. Alison Jenny. That's Allison Jenny. I don't know who that is, but I've seen her in a lot that of stuff. That
0: name. Uh, Alison Jenny. She is in 10 Things I Hate About You. Of She's course. the principal who's writing the um, erotic novel.
1: Erotic novel. <laughs> of course she is.
0: He's bulging. But she was fest. absolutely
1: fantastic in Oh, it was so that. funny. I think, as much as Octavia Spencer has won an Oscar, no, I believe so, so. I would say that um, whatever her name was, what was her name?
0: Alison Jenny.
1: Alison Jenny. Was fantastic in this film. Yep. my favorite character.
0: I did. I do think that it's, it's worth it's worth a watch for a bit of a twist on things. And I think as well, it's nice to see without like they they give her sympathy. They you know they give her that kind of we can empathize with her to a point. But they also just allow her to be this awful character, um, which is sometimes rare for like a female villain, like female villainry yes she was wronged and it's all this and all that And that, but you know they do allow her to just be a little bit maniacal yeah
1: yeah well I'm interested to see what your number five is then
0: okay. if it's not if it's not
1: that I feel like it might be one of the ones higher up my list well if it's
0: higher up on your list then we'll discuss it when it comes round to yours okay. but my number five is Dr. Sleep
1: let me just consult the list <laughs> That is not on my list. It's
0: not on your list. Okay. So, Doctor Sleep is the latest Mike Flanagan film. I think one of his first that's gone actually to theatrical release. Like, he had a deal with Netflix, didn't he? Yeah, he me? did.
1: For Haunting of Hill House. Yes. And Haunting of Bly Manor. Which he's yep. only doing one of I think.
0: One episode. Uh, well, directing, but directing. he's done the concept. Um, but also, yeah. he did things like... Uh, Ah, oh, why have they all fallen out of my head? Um, the one with the kid and the dreams. Before I wake Before
1: I Wake you've done an actual article on this.
0: It was a while ago. Before I wake um, is Before brilliant. I Wake, Hush.
1: Gerald's game.
0: Gerald's game Oculus. And Oculus Ouija
1: Origin, Origin, Origin of, Evil. of Evil.
0: So I, I lie, that one was theatrical, but it is latest his latest. It so was Gerald's run up. game. And Gerald's game was Netflix. Gerald's Game was
1: a theatrical release as well, wasn't it?
0: Netflix original, I believe. No. Yes, maybe.
1: Anyway, the point I was (laughs) trying to (laughs) make...
0: Was that it's a Netflix... Yeah, he had a deal with Netflix. The point I was trying to make was
1: that it's it's another Stephen King.
0: It is another Stephen King. So we've had Gerald's Game and things, and now um, we've got this. And obviously it's the long... long Long-anticipated in some ways, but also kind of never seen as necessary sequel to The Shining. And poor Flanagan must have had the hardest job in the world to kind of make, keep King happy, because we know that he wasn't a Shining fan.
1: He wasn't a Kubrick. He
0: wasn't funny. a fan of Kubrick Shining. He did his own TV miniseries version. Mm. Um, keep the fans of the original Kubrick film happy, of
1: which there are
0: a few. Many. A few.
1: Um,
0: and then also entertain a new audience who may never have, do you know what I mean? Who might not be well, as what's aware. What's been, 40 years? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ish? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, maybe 39. Right, wow. 39, 40 years sort of thing. So I think, This, obviously, we've got Ewan McGregor as Danny, Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat, and Kylie Curran as Abra, who, when you put that much stock into a young leading character in your film, you can go one of many ways, and often that is
1: but even the uh, baseball kid, he's been in Jacob Tremblay. Is that his name? Yes. He's a voice actor in something at the minute and also is in Good
0: Boys. Good Boys and, and The Room. The Room. He's everywhere. He is a little star on the rise. He was in Before I Wake. That's why he's in this. Yes, because it's a Flanagan he was in film. Before I Wake. Yep.
1: But he's, he's in quite a lot of big things at the minute.
0: He is both... Adorable and ridiculously talented, which is a killer combo. If he keeps that up into his teams, Macaulay Culkin combo. Well, this is—he just needs to not Culkin. No offense to Macaulay Culkin. Mm. There was other factors there. It's
1: not worked out that bad for him. Mm. Well,
0: was the last big film that? Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's not worked out that bad for Rory him. His Culkin. family's doing all right. He's in of chaos. Yeah, but even that, it's like you were in a, a kind of. Strange independent. I mean,
1: he divorced his parents at 16. He's, well, he he's he did.
0: So let's hope that Jacob Tremblay doesn't have to go down that route. Let's hope he's got nice, non kind of money grubbing parents. But he is an amazing part of it. And also, that's. <laughs> Dr. Sleep is so different to The Shining in that it's a lot more emotion led and things like that. The scares are a lot more psychological. It's a lot more, in, do you know what I mean? It's kind of more. Which,
1: f- which fits into Michael Flanagan's approach, yeah. certainly during the Haunted Hill House.
0: It's internal. I only
1: remember one jump scare in in the Haunted Hill but House. it did its but job it for the full season. Jump. Yeah, it was terrifying because you're invested. Mm. You're emotionally invested in because the you cared,
0: and I I did find I, I cared about Danny. There was moments that were upsetting. Um, Abra as a character was absolutely amazing, but like and like say Jacob Tremblay. That to contrast how internal everything had been to what happens to him in the film, which no spoileries, but was brutal. Oh yeah, that wasn't expensive, no. No, that again, that was that was the car scene from Hill House. That was your oh shit (laughs) kind of moment. Oh Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, I think one blood scene. (laughs) This is eat it up, gore fans, Mm. eat it the fuck up, because that was that was all you got. Mm. Um, and I know because we've we've discussed this a few times. I know there's mixed opinions on how much time should have been spent at the Overlook and how they treated the Overlook and things. I, I
1: honestly think that's the the one bit of the film I didn't like. I liked everything up until the fact they got yeah. to the Overlook and tried to meld it in with Kubrick's, mm. and it was like, you, why did you need to do mm. that? You didn't need to. It was going really, really well. You
0: were doing so good. Yeah. But there was part of me that was just like, okay, you could be mad at this or you could just go, ah, look at that. Ah, look at that. Oh that's the room what where they it? did that. Is and I just, was okay with
1: that. Just remember berries. Yeah. That's bubbles. That's, that's all okay. it was. That's all I didn't enjoy just that bit. I was like, lem- there's a story there that I've not heard before. I've not read it. But I'm quite oh. familiar with the history behind it. Mm. And I'm quite familiar that or, or I understand it was relatively close.
0: It was relatively apart close. From the Apart so. from kind of yeah, because and that obviously was the stuff I didn't like. In the Shining Book original. Memberberry. Just memberberries, just take them, crush them with your feet, make me a wine, I'll it's stop like, it all day. Uh, it's
1: like that film that uh, was it Spielberg
0: did? Uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One? Yeah. They, member Berries. Oh yeah, but they an did an entire film of Member Berries. They did an amazing Shining sequence as well that had my jaw on the floor for that entire thing.
1: But the whole thing, it just didn't need it. I didn't think it did.
0: I didn't mind it. I and thought... The fact
1: that the Overlook was... Was it burned down at the end of the Shining in the book?
0: Well, that's... They were obviously... They so, were tying so they must have gone back to the site
1: rather than... Or did yes. they not go back no, there at all? No, they do go
0: back. They go back to the site. Um, I I did some major research and read the wiki synopsis for that mm. book, well, the plot, and
1: um, I did my usual level of research <laughs> and just guessed, but got to yes. the same answer, so, whoop.
0: There we go. No um, points. That's like the kid that hate a, football. No, it's the kid that gets a name and goes, I didn't do any studying. And you're like, that's real nice. Go play mom, with that traffic. Was that, that was that kid. That's Go play with traffic. She hates me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was the ending of the book. I like where this went more. The one thing that I, again, similar to Ma, Rose the Hat, brilliant. Oh, amazing. Somehow.
1: Rebecca Ferguson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant.
0: Somehow you want to be closer to her and further away at the same time. Like... There's a little girl crush going on there, and I want me one of them hats. All
1: right, hundred percent. I mean, (laughs) most listening to this, but you're getting a hat. It's
0: happening for Christmas. Hat. It's on the list. But yeah, (laughs) but I think again, it would have. What would have made it different in the end if they hadn't have done all the ooh overlook things? Is she wouldn't have just been kind of pushed aside as much.
1: No, but I liked her as a character and she was just dismissed as a result yeah, of because the overwork and it was like oh okay
0: but I think again that ties into Flanagan's job of having to appease everyone and what he's done there is corrected the ending of Kubrick's Shining to the original ending of The Shining and we may get more we may yeah, get it's, more it's from Abra cool to... and things like that I kind of don't want it though
1: I kind of wanted this to be completely divorced mm. from that
0: I kind of don't want it because I'm scared it'll get buggered up but if they promise me that it's Flanagan, then I will I will devour it. Because at the moment that man can do no wrong for me.
1: No, other than only be doing one episode of the Horn of the Manor. Direct more
0: blind manner!
1: All of them. We need you. I mean, he is like the busiest man in Hollywood, but stop being so fucking lazy, man. So
0: selfish with your time. Think about us.
1: Do the lot.
0: So What's your number four?
1: My number four is Satanic Panic.
0: Mm. So, Satanic Panic. Um, I'm just double-checking my list. It's not in my top five. Okay! <laughs>
1: there is no research!
0: But it's okay because I have something for you to look at at Sam. least.
1: No, it's right. I've got this. I got this. You've got well, this. I, in fact, I don't know do you the director. Want, do you I don't want know that? the director.
0: Chelsea Stardust. Wow. Lady director. all on board. <laughs> Distant cousin, twice removed.
1: Satanic Panic uh, apparently it didn't come out in a feature. What did we not
0: see a no, feature? We. What? It was it was released at Grimfest. Grimfest and but film. And Fright Fest, uh, but is now available on a lot of VODs. And we bought it because we that was one of the ones that was on late night on the first Friday, I think. And we skipped it at Grimfest. I really, really did want to see it, but unfortunately, um, sleep and work was involved. Uh, oh yeah, so it we was bought really it on late. Blu-ray instead.
1: We did. We bought it on Blu-ray. It arrived three or four weeks ago. Yep. We watched it straight away. We sat
0: and ate some takeaway and watched it, yep. and it was just the best night.
1: Oh, we really enjoyed it. and I um it. Yeah, uh, the director is in fact Goldust's daughter, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea Stardust. <also, laughs> based you out of London.
0: Cousin second removed.
1: In, cousin second removed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are some names of the cast here that I cannot pronounce. So I'm just going to gloss over it. The main character, Sam, Sam, who had the Pact of Sam's. The Pact of Sam's. Pact of Sam's throughout the film. Basically, a pizza delivery lady uh, on mm-hmm. a moped and uh, drives to a remote part of the delivery area where no other pizza delivery person wants to go uh, because they do not tip. And that's a fact.
0: It's the really affluent area. It is. So it costs a load of gas to get there. And they're super stinged with the tips.
1: Gas. Yes. But. <laughs> she,
0: she, my my apologies. It costs a lot in petrol, petrol money. Petrol. Petrol money.
1: So she. Yeah. She's Chelsea Stardust. She's from Chelsea. And she's Golden Starter. <laughs> petrol. Leave Petrol. So. Sam drives over to there, she takes the order on, she needs some money, she's hoping for a tip, mm-hmm. and she de- decides, when she doesn't get a tip, to put her foot down to say, you know what, I deserve this yeah. tip. Anyway, it ensues that she is a virgin?
0: It's a very personal question. She is a, yeah, question <laughs> she
1: is a virgin, and just what these satanic... Team or cult 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 I would say. Um are have ordered, coincidentally yes. from the pizza delivery people.
0: That's exactly what they needed.
1: For their twelve
0: inch hot and spicy and a virgin please
1: For their cult little <laughs> exercise. I can't remember what an exercise is called in cult religion. <laughs> so
0: they're they're doing a ritual. Ritual. They're That's doing, cult little ritual. They're doing their cult ritual to continue to get their wealth. They get their wealth through yes. Satan, which is how I imagine most wealthy people get their wealth. Like to that's be exactly a billionaire, works, yeah. you have to have had some kind of like awkward handshake with Satan.
1: Yeah, and it continues the theme of this year's main priority in horror films. Yeah, basically, it is classist.
0: Yeah, rich that, people. The, so the genre. Nice.
1: The genre is just gone. Oh, classist. Yeah, that's what we're doing this the year. The
0: full genre is just gone. Do you know who suck? rich people yeah um and that is i think yeah we get like a montage of poor sam she just wants to make some money and we get a montage of her just being screwed over for the tip being made to do things like moving a couch she gets someone's dead husband's jumper that smells as a tip and
1: absolutely and and but through throughout this i think a lot of the um the beats are kind of horror Yes. there's a, a bit of gore, a bit of blood. Mm. There's a bit of fighting, a bit of action. But but ultimately, kill there's scenes. some underlying like kind of tongue-in-cheek
0: social commentary. There. Yeah,
1: and tongue-in-cheek humor. For you know, it's it's not as like in-your-face as a comedy horror, like no. a, a scary movie or something no. like that. It is a horror film with some very dry humor to it you know almost like a kind of what we do in the shadows type yeah. affair and and that was really appreciated it,
0: it's a horror first but with a belting script yeah that's what it is like the characters are actually developed. like you we see multiple female characters and it's amazing that all of them have their own personality they're all very very different people i never
1: noticed yeah, I didn't think he was.
0: So there's the blonde and the brunette, and then... A
1: sporty one. There's a ginger one. A oh, yeah. one. It's a black one. It's scary.
0: So, no, it's not the Spice Girls. Oh, um, okay. But it is that kind of... They really do develop it well, and there's a lot of humour in the script, a lot of twists and turns, and then the ending is just... I'm not going to say anything about it, but the ending is absolutely insane. Demons and rabbits and rituals. Oh my! Oh shit! <laughs> no, I've just realised the film I missed off my top five. Damn it! Oh no! From I the think description I know what ending. it is. Motherfucker! <laughs> we have time to change.
1: No, told have you to you about about to change. I told you I'm not going to change. Oh. Told you I'm not going to change. Okay. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> If I'd have known before it did more, I'd have dropped it. Mm. Well, it's done now. Anyway, Uh crack crack on. Yeah, the ending was good, like. Yeah. Number four on yours.
0: So, if it's any higher on yours, we'll do it on yours. But my number four was Ready or Not.
1: Ooh, it is higher on mine.
0: Okay, well, we'll leave that then. Let's go to your number three. My
1: number three
0: is Us. Us. We're going to leave that because it's higher on my list. Ooh. So is it my number three?
1: Your number three.
0: My number three. Extraordinary.
1: Motherfucker. <laughs> that is the one that I forgot about, which <gasps> is... <sighs> Amazing. Oh,
0: Amazing. Is that where, the, where you thought the rabbits? Yes. I thought you'd left off us because that's also... Okay, new theme. It's not about the rich. Horror is real into rabbits right now. Rabbits. Rabbits. So, you've yes. not got extra. on I do not have list.
1: Extraordinary in there, but it was my favourite film at Grimfest. It was my favourite By Grim far. Fest. It was the audience's favourite film at Grimfest. It Grim was, Fest, yeah. And it won the audience award. Yeah. And I just think I've missed a trick there, because I don't... because. The it's list that fine. I was given just said Grimfest, and I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, I so didn't
0: spell it out for you. It's all technically fault. Technically, it's your fault. All so, my fault, people. Yeah.
1: But it, <laughs> it is, by far, should be in my top five, and it should take the place of none okay. of the films, because I've already agreed not to do that. So, so, anyway... Fine.
0: We're going to still... But it's on my list, so it means we can still talk about it. We can still talk about it. The same way I'm happy that Satanic Panic made your top five and things and um, Mark, because then we can still talk about them. So, Extraordinary was directed by Micah Hearn and Ender Lohman. Um, We've got Maeve Higgins as Rose, Barry Ward as Martin Martin. Martin Martin. And Will Forte as Christian, the washed-up rock band. uh, Well, rock star. And we did we did a big discussion on this one on the Grimfest, so I don't wanna just keep rehashing that, but it is, in all honesty, one of the most genuinely funny, sweetest kind of horror films I've ever seen. While still like I, I it's it's still horror. It has to be horror. It still has that. There may not be big jumps and things like that, but I think I think there was Maybe one jump that got me because I was so kind of debilitated by how funny it was that when they did like a silly pop-up jump scare, I, I was nearly on the edge of screaming because they fooled me. They fooled me into believing I was safe.
1: Oh, I just... I, the, the whole film, just the tone of it throughout the entire way was just fantastic. Mm. So easy to just kind of fall into and just... Oh, so perfectly british
0: yeah like say probably irish irish kind of of comedy yeah um really nostalgic kind of feel to it like the videos had a 70s 80s vibe but you still couldn't quite place
1: dark place
0: garth Marenghi, a hundred percent and really rewatchable i think that's the thing like sometimes you can have a really good horror film but you kind of go in like we did with Hereditary, where it's like, I will rewatch you in two years once the trauma has ended. Yeah. With Extraordinary, I think I had that on, like, an Amazon watch list as soon as... Is it actually released yet? Yeah. There is a DVD release in Germany.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so you let's, can let's have just it, but... It,
0: no, no, you can buy it off Amazon, or uh-huh. all the writing on the... Bo- it, it's a German edition, but you could obviously just watch it with English dubbing, well, with original English... Um, oh. So it is available. Uh, but just... I, I have
1: just triple checked that on the UK Just Watch app, and there is literally, there, there's no streaming offer nope. at all. It is. And no cinema ticket. Yet it's Rotten Tomatoes oh. rating is 100%. 100%. Yes, it
0: is. That is
1: unbelievable. Well, it is believable because it, it is. It is believable, brilliant.
0: but also not to poo poo on that 100%, but I think there might be like five
1: critics I don't give fair. a shit those five, <laughs> crit- those five critics are correct
0: they are they are 100% correct with their 100% it is it's so it's so interesting it's such a different little concept the characters are amazing because they're not just stock characters and you really love them and feel for them and this ending is spectacular as well <laughs> like yeah. I I dare to say the Fastest lovemaking scene I ever done seen. Yeah,
1: and they uh, a, a lot of kind of Derry Girls influence as well. A, well, a those lot are the, actress, the actors, actors, yeah, actresses, actresses actors yeah. from Derry Girls as well. So if you are big into your kind of in betweeners, Garth Marenghi, mm. Derry Girls, uh, yeah. mixed with your kind of horror genre,
0: so good. Oh, it's brilliant what is your number two Our
1: uh, number two is ready or not
0: ready or not so that was my number four
1: it was your number four it was my
0: number four
1: wait what was your number three extraordinary extraordinary
0: yeah, we so we're, did we're, we're back we're doubling back this is so really
1: complicated for a simple system but carry on I
0: don't think it's that let's complicated let's just keep going it's fine let's just let it. people get no, I don't stop. get it <laughs> it's just you don't, don't, don't get, get it, it ridiculous. <laughs> We're going to stop doing that to your speakers. Um, yeah. Stop it. So, tell me about Ready or Not, then. Like yeah, you re- put it as your number two.
1: So, Ready or Not, a another classist film. Mm. Huge.
0: Definitely got that kind of theme again, hasn't it, of the... As they say in the film, the rich really are different, which is a bit on the nose, but oh, you know, it's it's gets the point
1: across. No. But... Uh, Samara Weaving, who plays Grace, <sighs> is married in, or marrying into a family of, I suppose, monopolised game manufacturers, board game manufacturers.
0: A monopoly? board game dynasty.
1: A board game dynasty, okay. Is, That's I believe, the way how they describe it. Okay. Um, they don't
0: make Monopoly, though.
1: Called the Damasses, Le Damasses, mm. Damas.
0: Ladomas.
1: Ladomas. Ladomas. Who who basically have an awful lot of money from selling board games. Mm. Subsequently the uh, child of the family uh decides to marry Samara Weaving. I'm Rose? going to
0: s- Grace.
1: Grace. Yeah. And that is Mark O'Brien who plays Alex Ladomas. Yes. And who uh, uh, who It transpires has run away from the family wealth um, Mm. and met Samara Weaving uh, during his life away from that and uh, they've subsequently lived together and and are due to get married. He's now been... This is
0: her first meeting of the family.
1: This is, yeah. It's the first meeting of the family and they have a particular set of skills.
0: (laughs) I will find you.
1: (laughs) And I will play... Games, parlour games, and we shall play play parlour games. That's it. So, uh, she on the eve of her wedding. So they've been
0: married. They've they've,
1: yeah, they've just got married. You see that play out on the eve of their wedding. uh, They must play a parlour game to ease the. What's his name? Razalgu. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, that's Batman. To oh. appease the there's there's some demon god thing. Berber um, oh uh, uh, Baymax, Baymax, <laughs> the demon god of VHS tapes.
1: What is his name?
0: Oh, I can't remember, darling.
1: Mister Brightside. Oh, uh It will come back to me. It begins with B.
0: <sighs> well, they need to appease. It. It was. Someone that they made a deal with to get all of that wealth because we know full well that board games ain't actually, you know I mean, you're not making a, an empire off that board games nowadays or a project that maybe take off a little bit and Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, why can't I not remember um, this guy's name? Belial?
1: That's the one. Le Bail, Le Bale.
0: Le Bail. Le
1: Bale. So we've
0: there got we go. Le Dom, Domas, and Le Bail.
1: These French motherfuckers. <laughs> so, yes. So they have to play a pile game mm-hmm. of random select. Yes. In order to please Mister Le
0: hmm
1: who. It transpires that the great-great-granddaddy has done a deal with...
0: Yeah, many moon ago.
1: Many moon ago, in order to ensure the family wealth.
0: Wealth and prosperity, yeah. And
1: prosperity. So, anyway, they, they get married, they do the thing. There's an angry woman there. She stares at him a bit. And it gets... Anti... Anti-stary-face.
0: Anti-axe-face.
1: Axe-face. Um... Yeah, and and it turns into a very very fun, light-hearted film throughout oh. it, but with so much horror aspects to it as well. So many jump scares, yeah. So many, so much gore, so much. It's just a very pretty film.
0: It's it is ridiculous, like this is Samara Weaving is a horror darling now between the babysitter oh. and this we've adopted her she is one of us now she will forever be fantastic yeah and I just think she was brilliant there's horror but funny moments really good ensemble cast like
1: yeah the guy from the OC
0: yeah the dude from the OC who now might be known as the dude from Ready or Not yeah, at least no. to me I've watched that more times than the OC
1: I've never even seen the OC but the I know he's the guy I'm from the OC
0: uh, so Adam Brody Was he also in
1: that film with that guy?
0: Do you know what? He probably was from yeah. that year. Yeah,
1: in no, That production. That, yeah, company. that one, yeah. Yeah. Shazam.
0: He was. He played he Boom. Is you take a piss
1: boosh comes back with facts.
0: <laughs> he is Knowledge bombs. the same as like uh Zachary Levi being the older version of one of the kid characters. Adam Brody plays the older Shazam superhero version. Nailed well done! It. Very good knowledge. I'm proud of you. Cheers. Uh, I really
1: like condescending. <laughs> um, that's that's my favorite.
0: But yeah, I I think I think it was a really really fun like we went to the cinema to see it. We did. And that kind of made it as well. Like I just I like I think I
1: think a lot of people What was interesting was a lot of people left in different places. Mm. Even the coats up Sister in law. Oh my
0: God, she's my favorite. Who just
1: randomly killed people throughout Why am the film? I so killed the help Randomly kill, yeah. killed the help throughout the film. Ah, oh, she killed. Oh, them the it help. was just it was it was so perfectly timed. <laughs> it broke up the seriousness of the film.
0: And her chunky husband, like googling how how how, how do, do, I do I use, use crossbows?
1: <laughs> how do I use crossbows? No, ancient is,
0: tech. It is really just again light-hearted but some scenes as well that are just going to be iconic i think like that that ending shot is just possibly one of my favorite visuals from horror films now um and i won a torn up blue wedding dress with a pair of converse is that the one where she sat on the step
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's just
0: my favorite yeah. thing in the world yeah, I think if 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 I could get a wedding photographer to recreate that with Photoshop, I'll be a very happy bunny. Well,
1: I'll see how it goes. Two and a half years time. Sort of <laughs> see what happens.
0: it's on my, my list.
1: Mum wouldn't approve.
0: <laughs> so let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so does that move on to my number two then? Your number two. My number two is Midsummer. Oh,
1: I've got it higher up.
0: You got it higher up. Yeah. Okay, what's your number
1: two? I've already done my number two.
0: What's I'm your... on my number one. Oh, okay.
1: I found a flaw in your system.
0: No, it's fine. So what's your number two? So what's your number one?
1: Well, that's pretty easy to work out given the position we're in right now. You can't do number twos, you can't do number ones before you're number two.
0: My number two is Midsummer, so you've got it higher on your list. So, what's your number one?
1: This game is bullshit. What's your number two then?
0: (laughs) Midsummer. Stop making me yell on the podcast.
1: My number one is Midsummer. (laughs) Woo! Alright.
0: Okay, let's talk about Midsummer. Totally
1: practiced that.
0: So, tell me about Midsummer. There's a, there's a person.
1: There's fields. There's some mushrooms and shit, and but something happens in a triangle.
0: Oh, you are a triangle. You are a triangle. <laughs> so, <laughs> Midsummer.
1: Midsummer.
0: Midsummer, as it maybe is better pronounced, is the second feature film from Ariasta. Ariasta,
1: yeah. who uh, directed that Hereditary. one beginning
0: with H. Hereditary.
1: Don't talk me. I didn't know where I was going. Hereditary! That okay. one beginning with H?
0: Yeah. Just press the alphabet button on the Speak and Spell, and it might come to that word eventually.
1: Hereditary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Second feature film from
1: the director of Hereditary, Ari Aster. Yes. A lot of expectation.
0: Oh, so much expectation. A
1: lot of hype. Mm -hmm. About this film, a lot of brightness on the screen.
0: All sun, all the time.
1: All sun, all the time. Controversial, given the Different. nature of the film.
0: Different, yeah. And
1: and definitely one that intrigued a lot of people mm. to go and see it at the cinema, I think. I don't actually know how it performed.
0: I am not sure how it performed. I feel like a lot of people expecting a kind of swanky indie film walked into Midsummer. And we're like, what in the cock is this? Because the way it was sold, it wasn't necessarily unless you knew Ariaster, you not necessarily would have seen it as a horror film. So I feel like that that distinct silence we got in our cinema was people that were like, I thought I was seeing an arts film. Why is that man just been hit in the head by a giant hammer? Um, and I enjoy that. I enjoy tricking cry. people into <laughs> <laughs> watching. Cry. Why? cry. Know there were
1: three C's <laughs> in
0: Just There's three C's in what I'm going to call Why? it. Um, But I think, yeah, I think there was a bit of... Uh, it, it didn't stand out as horror when you first kind of saw some of it. But having watched Hereditary, you were just there going, I'm waiting for it. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I think there's some
1: stark differences between Hereditary and this. And mm. one of which is the kick in the face in Hereditary came a good 40 minutes in, half an hour in. Yeah. Uh, where the main character got removed. Or <coughs> well, certainly the main character in the. Who uh, we were told the,
0: was the main character from yeah, the, the marketing. The trailers,
1: the marketing. Uh, just got removed from the equation entirely. Yeah. Which I thought was. Oh, oh, sorry. The physical appearance of. Yes said.
0: it's well, all complicated without trying to spoil yeah. it too much
1: so the the interesting thing with this was that you got that shock at the start Effectively, you know, certainly within oh, the first 10-15 minutes and, I, and that was so I bleak I did not know so what to bleak. do with
0: myself I, I did not know where to put myself I didn't know if I loved it or wanted to cry and leave at that moment I, I was... think that made me love it more in a morbid way
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it very... was
0: beautiful
1: if anything can make you feel uncomfortable within a half an hour, it's an Ari Aster film apparently. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So, I I I love that bit. I, th- I think basically after that, it turned into shrooms but good.
0: <laughs> shrooms but artsy.
1: Yeah, shrooms but good and artsy. <laughs> yeah, and and he did it. He did an absolutely fantastic job of making you feel um, spaced out. Mm-hmm. While oh, not felt what being the spaced feeling, out, yeah, you, you yeah. were there. You understood where it was going. I, I'm, I'm fairly convinced, and I have not. We own the Midsummer uh, Blu-ray. We've director's have not watched cut. it I mean, yet, but I yet need to, to see that
0: director's commentary. Uh, not commentary, director's edition.
1: Director's cut. But I'm fairly convinced that when the guy jumps off the cliff mm. and he falls he down, gives you a little look. I, I am sure that one of the individuals of the cult breaks the fourth wall. I'm so confused, I laughed out loud in the cinema, because <laughs> I was like, I honestly believed that it was him look, turning round, looking at, at the camera and saying, you think I'm not going to do this? It was like <laughs> a, a, it was like a dare time, to the <laughs> audience, I laughed so much. <laughs> that bit nobody else in the cinema laughed no but i am fairly confident that that actually happened but to be but i am not 100% convinced we will
0: rewatch it <laughs> to be honest i think um we had very varying reactions to our uh this is why i think they would come to the wrong film because the only other time and they did eventually start laughing with us but during the awkward manipulated sex oh, stages, yeah. oh hands on the butt oh hands on the butt um we were instantly laughing and it took the rest of the audience, like, they were kind of going, when's the horror hitting? We're like, no, this is the this horror. Is, this this is, is it. Yeah, this, this entire is what scenario is has been built up
1: yeah. since the start, since you saw them walk past the little the tapestry. tapestry. Yeah, yeah,
0: 100%. And I do think it was just... What do they call that
1: angel thing as well? What's that when it's they, they take the lungs out through the back?
0: Oh, I did see that is it and blood it's like angel? a blood angel. It's like a Viking thing. Oh, it's pretty or
1: grotesque, or... but I also thought,
0: Wow. Well,
1: there's there's elements of it that I just thought, you know, because it is so it's bright, because but it is
0: full of flowers, so it's kind of pretty. Yeah, a
1: lot of it was like, Oh, this is what you can do with a human mm. and they can still live. Oh, My- That's interesting. But also, now I sound like a psycho. Yeah,
0: but, I, that I'm is... Just, yeah, but that's...
1: Just hearing me say it out loud, hearing my own voice just going,
0: oh, yeah, you're a bit weird. If don't have a podcast in two weeks, you know that I have been blood-angeled <laughs> by my partner. <laughs> I just wanted to see what happened. I just asked for a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, blood-angeled. Um... <laughs> This is but like speaking of relationships that was the next point I was going to get to because I did I listened to a few things after it and it was so fun to listen to how um and obviously it's a gender thing it's an opinion thing I but am. a so lot of male
1: contrast between the sexes of their opinion of
0: Yeah saying, but... a lot of male kind of peop- commentators on it were like oh it was a it was a bad relationship i could see it from both sides and i'm just sat there going that guys a dick <laughs> like, I, I know she really. was a very, very needy girlfriend, but needy I'm because he- of what happened is acceptable. He a dick.
1: No, 100% I'm in the he a dick camp. Cool. On, on the basis that...
0: And I'm not, I've like, not got, like, a hold of anything precious. He's not underdressed while saying this.
1: No, no, 100%, 100% I would just blood angel you in the morning. <laughs> but they, 100% he was a dick. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the situation, why not just say something? Yeah. You know. Instead, let's go to fucking Sweden. Is it
0: Sweden? It is Sweden. Yeah, let's right. go to Sweden. You. And going... Let's enjoy
1: a lack of communication with the outside world, where there are other support systems.
0: Yeah. Let's just rely on that. Oh, by the
1: way, let's just take some mind altering yeah. drugs. Why don't Excellent. I just
0: mildly pressure you just... into doing shrooms after the devastating loss you've gone through? Yeah. yeah let's follow this guy. Yeah, Who's no, the... he, he, Christian, Christian Christine. deserved to be in the bear, um, as far as my opinion goes. But I do, and also we need to rewatch it, because I did not notice in the cinema, I'm not going to pretend I was smart and observant enough, but there are some, like, Haunting of Hill House moments where her sister's in the background. Oh, really? During, like, the ceremony where she's becoming the May Queen or whatever, um, there are apparently some flashes of her sister with a hosepipe. In her mouth in the back. I did
1: not notice
0: that. I didn't either. So, again, we are going to sit down and Blu ray this, but I, I, I feel I just... need a little bit more time. So, leading us swiftly on from Midsummer, which was our second kind of horror or terror of 2019, I'm throwing out Flanagan, Aster, Yep. and then the third to this triangle of awesome directors who I have. Much love, but also high expectations for leads us to my number one film, which was your number. Do I need to three? check your list? Number three. It was your number three film, Us by Jordan Peele. Jodie Peely. Jodie Peely. Um. So, Alex, how do you enjoy? <laughs> From the sketch. Do the from I... the, it's from the sketch, it's from, the, the, it's from the Key from the and teachers sketch, the two sketch and the I'm and a teacher peels. so I said your name wrong. Oh, look at how little support I'm getting for this. A.A. Ron. I also, side note, home uh, purchasing, when I was looking for the cool pillow covers for like Get Out and Us, I just typed in Jordan Peele, and you can get a pillow cover that is just, oh, you done messed up now, A.A. A. Ron. And I feel like we can't need want that. This <laughs> so just as a mingle in between, like some shining Attack of the 50 Foot Woman pillows, will just have, you done messed up now, A.A. A. Ron. Um, yes. Yeah? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, us, directed by Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Starring Lapita Um Second horror film of 2019. She did Us and Little Monsters. Little Monsters. She is.
1: Very good. Very now, funny. also,
0: so again, oh, that's what I didn't mention for Midsummer. So we've got the, the, the triangle of amazing directors, but we also have the triangle of amazing women. Because I Pugh. am in love with Florence Pugh, Samara Weaving, and Lapita Goya. Is it Angoya or Yongo? An Yongo, possibly. I
1: don't actually, know.
0: Lapita. The angel she is. So those are my, like, three of my big lady picks of the year as well for just being absolutely amazing in horror. Us is similar to Midsummer in that it's the, is it, it's classified as a sophomore film. So the second kind of, you've got your freshman and sophomore. Ah, there's some terms for this. I don't
1: understand Americans.
0: (laughs) Shush. It's the sophomore film of Jordan Peele. Uh, so as with our expectations from Mr. Astor, we were highly anticipating what was coming our way considering the amazing film that was Get Out. And I would say it lives up to being the right amount of social commentary. Less scary than Get Out, but more f- funny.
1: Certainly a, a more of a slow burn yes i think then gets out gets out had yes it had a twisty twist Mm -hmm. um but us i think was more i'm going to say telegraphed but it uh, by a long way because it certainly wasn't telegraphed but it it felt a lot more structured
0: Mm. it didn't so much matter the twist because the story was what it was like, with Get Out, you're waiting until that moment to find out why these people are being so weird. With this, you may have guessed what was going on between, with, like, um, uh, Adelaide's character, but it didn't matter, because you still just want to see how the hell that worked out in the end. Yeah. And, oh, this guy's made a dissertation film. Like, I just, I, every film university lecturer is just going, and it's another long essay on the meaning behind us, and the symbolism, yeah. and it there's just so many. It's a, a horror lover's dream. Like all the references in it, the Goonies, the Goonies, <laughs> um, the Jaws T-shirt, Should. chud, uh, the son Jason, Jason. wearing a mask wearing like a mask. Jason, yep. and it's a Wolfman mask, and the opening that's like The Shining, and then the creepy twins that are like The Shining, Yep. the Eleven Eleven, like it. it I can't it's is that a passage? 11, 11. The eleven, Jeremiah, 11-11 It's the time at one point. It's the score of a baseball match. Yeah. It's part of the ambulance.
1: Scraped on his head. At one point, is it the the um, homeless guy? Oh, the
0: homeless guy who was the first. Is it on head his head, head or his chest or I is it on I think board? it's on his board, isn't it? And right. then he's he's killed and. We've not even like I assume you all know us the kind of I don't think we've synopsized any of Hashtag these, but... Spoilers. <laughs> but it's not because I think there there's too much going on with this to spoil it by just saying ah there's a homeless man who has who is dead like it doesn't matter, yeah. um, but I think it's it was just beautifully crafted and. Really interesting characters and the skill of every last one of these actors. So like Lupita, uh Winston Duke, and things like that to play dual characters. Oh
1: yeah. Um. The way. They, and the children. There's such a stark difference between the Ted. Yes. And and, uh, and
0: and. Well, the the, the real the real people. Realies. Yeah. The realies the above ground and the below ground, ground, and the ground. ground. The haves and the have nots. Exactly. And that. Because again, you could even, like we've been saying, that Classics. theme of class system comes into that as well. This Huge. idea of those that are allowed and those that aren't, those that are classified as non citizens. And you know, we're Americans. Mm. What does that mean? And oh, Big I want to write well, a dissertation on this. <laughs> but like, really happily. Um, I,
1: don't, I can't write.
0: He, he can't read and he can't write, but he's really easy on the eye. So don't worry about me, guys but smell um, like trumps he <laughs> do smell like trumps more, than, more often than not Peel is definitely a, a horror enthusiast but also kind of one that has cut his teeth having to write, not having to write but writing comedy which means that he is perfect because he writes things that have to elicit a reaction if someone doesn't jump during horror you fucked up if someone doesn't laugh during comedy you fucked up anything else you can kind of, you know like if someone does an action during action, that's, do you know what I mean? It's not action. It's not action. Yeah. Whereas horror and things, you can try and fail a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's given him that kind of voice in the way that he does things. Like, there were so many little moments in this that were hilarious.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, there's, there's loads of bits that are hilarious. I think what's interesting to see, I, when I got up in the morning, I put a YouTube video on, and it's usually Keen and peel. Yes. There's... Uh, it's just free YouTube stuff so it's not the full series and I haven't seen the full series of what they produce but of their sketches there are, there are so many overlaps with the sketches that you've done <laughs> you know the mirror room it's um, yeah. that's now used in, in us oh
0: yeah that was one am I over here or am I over here <laughs> am I over here oh
1: but i, I think am a mirror person
0: there is a fine line between those two as genres the two genres usually that that's why listen. it
1: melds really really mm. well the the horror comedy genre the yeah. comedy horror genre depending on which way you look at it or depending on which film you're looking at
0: i think yeah because sometimes you're watching a comedy horror sometimes you're watching a horror comedy and mm. i think it just depends where they fall because i wouldn't say that this is a horror comedy i would say that it has comedy like, yeah, oh, absolutely. It's, it, a, horror it's film. a horror film. It's a horror film at heart. But then there are moments like The Keys Under the Stone. Kind of white people bullshit is this. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we found hilarious. And what was the other one? there was another moment it. oh there's of um, the police call Ophelia, the police Ophelia, call the police playing fuck the police <laughs> yes affiliate <Ophelia. laughs> like there's just moments in it that are so when their family are having an argument about their kill count and yeah. it's that kind of idea again of just it's really funny but it's also kind of how you would like to imagine these things would happen like fucked up weird stuff would happen but when you felt a little bit safe you'd revert to humour to deal with that And
1: I think in, in certain scenarios it's the only place you can do it yeah you know, it's, uh, the doors
0: are locked in this car let's laugh through this pain and
1: yeah. it's why it's a lot of um, comedians do really well in, in you know war times like uh, yes. Iraq and you're going over there And
0: you're a comedian you're here yeah. to lighten the mood and mm. make us feel something and I just I, I adore this film and again I we watched it in the cinema. I think we watched it again. I watched it on the plane on the mm. way to Disney World. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can be a Disney princess and a horror freak at the same time. Um, I don't think I watched this. I can't think what I watched instead. I watched quite a lot of films. Uh, there was It. It was on there as well. I feel like you watched It. But I also watched... I mean, it was eight hours both yeah, ways. We watched, watched so yeah. many films. We did. There was a few that I started and stopped. I won't go into them because being being negative, if we're negative to a film, it's mostly just we're not reviewing it. That's the most yeah. negative I want to get yeah. is just if I didn't like it, I won't talk about it. Oh, no, notice how It Chapter 2 isn't on these lists? It Chapter 2 is on my longer list. Yeah, I was just
1: saying it, it's just not on the five. I yeah. did just, I'm not surprised by that because no. I didn't enjoy it that much and I there wasn't a magic space at all
0: there was no magic druggy space towel. um there was no tim curry <laughs> uh but no I there think are
1: many flaws and those two are, those are the main although ones. there was one positive and we are talking about us right now but i'm going to take it sideways the the um the fat kid in it one
0: mm-hmm. ben
1: related to the older fit kid or fit adult oh in, really in no, but they're not actually related. Oh, right. But they look like they could actually be the it same does, person. It does How look like he has is revenge
0: that? skinny, doesn't they just, it? Like,
1: they just are the same person.
0: Yeah, but all of them, I think they, they did... It Chapter 2 may not have hit as well as It Chapter 1 for me, but I think that's because It Chapter 2 has the harder story to tell.
1: Yeah, but and also... Um, but the
0: casting was mentally what good. What is
1: his name? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader.
0: Brilliant. Oscar for that man.
1: Oh, sign him up. But in fairness, it's the same as, um, what's the face from Hereditary that should have got it? Tony
0: Collette.
1: Tony Collette yeah. should have got it. And she won't well, we'll get it. We'll, she didn't get it, but she should have got we'll it. We'll
0: do our own Oscars, because Lapita is getting an Oscar for Us. Yep. And Bill Hader is getting an Oscar for It Chapter 2. In my head.
1: Yeah, and Toni Collette should get an Oscar.
0: Toni Collette is getting should. an honourable mention, and she's going to stand up on stage with Lupita and Florence and Samara Weaving, and I'm going to die inside a little bit. No, I watched but in uh, the best way.
1: I watched uh, Imperium. I'm going to Photoshop
0: myself into Imperium it. Imperium the other day, Imperium. which is with
1: uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Toni Collette, oh. and Toni Collette plays like a hard detective. Mm, that's kind I of can outlet.
0: see this, and she was mint. And I do like and Harry, Harry Potter. Potter doing non-Harry Potter stuff as well. Harry
1: Potter being a white supremacist, right? Um, we, we've gone way we've off. We've gone bit. off.
0: We went nuts. Us. But us that was a film us. That exists. Us was my number one. So let's just us was my number one. What was your number? Your number one was Midsummer.
1: My number one was Midsummer. So
0: 100%. at the tops of our list are no, no Midsummer and Us.
1: Oh, I have a special mention.
0: You have a special mention. My special
1: mention is. The best scene in a horror film that I saw this year.
0: Okay, throw that at And that at me. film
1: is from a film, uh, sorry, that scene is from a film called Darling.
0: Darling. <gasps> I know what the scene is. Tell me about the scene.
1: <laughs> it, so if you've not seen Darling, not heard of Darling, it is uh, the sequel to The Woman. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember her name, but she was lovely when we met her. Pollyanna McIntosh. Mac- Pollyanna MacIntosh.
0: She's also so, on my stage with these other women. <laughs> yeah,
1: Pollyanna MacIntosh in the woman is basically uh, how do you say? of the dump.
0: Ooh, she's a feral lady. She's feral. She's feral a feral a lady. Brilliant
1: way of putting it. of the
0: dump is me when I've not washed my hair for a while. Yes, Captain Caveman. <laughs>
1: Captain Caveman. Um. So. Pollyanna McIntosh in The Woman is effectively uh, feral and a family, or rather, hunting dad and son Mm. find her in the woodlands and capture her. Uh, The father keeps her... The dad's going to try
0: and do like an Eliza Doolittle, like a My Fair Lady on this feral woman, but really he's just a creepazoid and deserves eating.
1: Yeah, so uh, it turns out that... uh, she doesn't like being captured and in turn Shocker. destroys the family matriarch. and the woman that comes, uh, family structure, sorry, and the the, the girl that uh, is taken away by her at the end and raised by her little tabla. is little Darling. Yes. This film follows Darling. Yes. Who basically has been raised uh, as a feral child by the woman but has and like
0: four years youth, four or five yeah. years youth of actually like so human, she, so, so she, she can, can
1: communicate she can to an extent. She's lost it. a bit of it. Yeah. But she has, she can come back to it. Mm. And the woman, her, sorry, darling uh, becomes pregnant and the woman realises she become pregnant and uh, delivers her to a hospital because she can't give her the help that she needs. And subsequently, Darlin goes through this educational process, right, uh, so a Catholic, Catholic school, boarding Catholic, boarding, Catholic school. boarding school, slash kind of orphanage, um,
0: oh, home for wayward girls. And
1: effectively, the woman still cares for darling and still keeps her eye over her. And oh, what is his name? He's in The Walking Dead, and he's Anthony brilliant. Anthony
0: Cooper. Anthony
1: Cooper, and he is so good in The Walking <gasps> Dead, and also this. He's
0: just lovely. But,
1: Anyway, the, yeah. the, 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 the scene in the no, film...
0: Cooper Andrews.
1: Cooper Andrews, close enough.
0: Cooper Andrews. But the
1: scene in this film that is by far <laughs> the standout film oh, s- scene it. of the year is so simple. It is the feral, the woman, mm-hmm. being introduced to Cooper Andrews in a car, driving... She's and never just
0: been in a car.
1: She's never been in a car. She doesn't understand what's going on. And Pollyanna McIntosh just destroys this scene. She it's destroyed. so funny. It's just the perfect snapshot of like a, a perfectly dry, slow-building film to just
0: chaos. Hilarious. Yeah. Ah!
1: <laughs> It's oh.
0: like, he's trying to drive and she's trying to sit on she's basically like a hyper dog in the car That's exactly she's like she's trying like. to sit on his knee and she's trying to get too close to him because she's scared and then in the next scene she's got these amazing like Ray-Ban sunglasses on she's got hair down to her fucking knees and she's just got her head out the window just lapping in the wind and just the idea because obviously this was Pollyanna starred in The Woman, but she directed and like kind of had yes. more influence yeah, the, the on this one.
1: The director, uh, the woman passed away, didn't she?
0: It's either the director or the author. Oh,
1: yeah, no, the author. The author, author passed yeah, away, the right. director the, the author, yeah. is
0: still alive, because we made this mistake on another episode yeah. and I had to delete it. It's like, oh, he's not dead. Um, <laughs> but it was just, to put something like that into it, this ever-building kind of ugh, the, the system and all this horrible stuff and then it's just hair just with like slow-mo head out of a window like this is the best thing ever <laughs> and honestly I would watch that on loop uh. so brilliant choice there we go. Brilliant, brilliant choice. I do not have a best scene. I'm racking my brain at the moment to try and think of yeah, one. You but could
1: do all the research you want, but I'm a legend. A nice <laughs> fucking I up just with it.
0: swooped in, it Swoops in, like that kid that doesn't revise and gets an A. That is you, and we were gonna fall out. Um, but yeah, 2019, amazing year for horror. Yeah. Um. There's a few we have missed that I'm sure are on other people's list, but we live in the UK, and some of those have not come to us yet, but next year we will be getting <sighs> The Lighthouse.
1: want to see that.
0: And In Fabric, but I have Wanna added In Fabric, it's available on DVD, so we can watch that one. Okay. Uh, it has come out now.
1: There's another one, but I can't remember what it uh, is, Nightingale. So I don't want to watch.
0: Nightingale. Highlife. Highlife. <sighs> Daniel Isn't Real.
1: Am I basically just listing we're films listing with Robert Pattinson
0: in it? Yeah, I think you are. See, High Life, I think, is one that we just didn't get released here. Yeah, I don't think it exists on the I don't think it in exists here. in the UK. And that is a problem sometimes, but, but you heard know... I've
1: really good things about it.
0: We get over it and we we, we do a mid-2020 list. Yeah. Let's, let's do a retrospective mid-2020 list of all the 2019s we missed. That's what we're going to do. It's actually 2018 oh really yeah I saw it on a 2019 list but is this a bit like Tigers Are Not Afraid which is on everyone's 2019 list but was on maybe. my list last year because we saw it at Grimfest maybe maybe it has had general. $2.49 release £2.49
1: on something called Chili whatever that is let's
0: watch it on Chili what
1: is Chili I
0: don't know but we could download it and find out
1: I pressed the button it's taking loads Ooh, of oh don't press the button
0: oh you're on a watch list now I don't want to purchase it <laughs> I've fucking heard of it Okay, we are now just rambling. This is like when you stand in the hallway and the goodbyes are yeah, the actual time. interaction Yeah, it's tea time. Tea time, motherfuckers. Um, my last little special shout-out to 2019 is the documentary Horror Noir. Uh,
1: the yes. The documentary. Wow, that feels like eight years ago.
0: I... Was that this year? I hope it is. I feel like it was. Wow. Um, but that was... It it was just such a... It was such a big event, wasn't it? It's a 2019, 2019. It was in February. That's why it feels like forever ago. But it was such a big event to bring into horror the... Obviously, I I love a good documentary because I'm a geek to all of it. Tony Todd. And just... But bringing a voice to a side of horror that doesn't always get the kind Of commendments that it should do, oh, but it was just so, so interesting. 2019
1: has been so focused. I, suppose, I know, I know we've talked <laughs> about class, but yeah. race as well. Race,
0: but I think that comes you know, in, that's a big part of it, isn't it? Yeah, I think the two often go hand in hand in the commentary that is made. But
1: Lupita and Yongo, twice in a year, lead
0: leading lady, yeah, yeah,
1: in Orzan in uh, Little Monsters. Ma, uh, Octavia Spencer, Octavia who, you know, Spencer has been huge in the industry,
0: I think. I think it's been. I think that's what's been great about horror. Like I said at the beginning, kind of twenty fifteen onwards, we've we've come out of our awkward teen stages in the two thousand when all we wanted to do was listen to new metal and think of new ways to hurt people.
1: Oh my God, Queen of the Damned is so
0: good. <laughs> Queen of the Damned, right. um, and we've come into this kind of age now where horror is once again being so reflective of things, but also in a Inclusive. world gone mad, it's fun.
1: Oh, horror well, has gone f- well, so just, fun it's so inclusive as well I, I don't mm. think there's that I don't think there's other kind of genre films out there that pushing are, are pushing as, horror as much is. in female mm. roles or directors yep um or, or you know or, or you know from a diversity background I don't oh, think there's yeah, yeah that I mean, you could argue Black Panther to an extent
0: well it's more uh, well the, to an
1: extent I mean massively yeah. Black Panther but, it was huge yeah.
0: but it's more that
1: but within a genre generally yeah. it's very inclusive horror
0: is doing it without kind of going but did you see what we did yeah. did you see like horror is doing it without going we made a latest Ghostbusters like horror is doing it without as much backlash because I feel like a lot of the horror community is going well of course <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why would? I, why would I complain because we're just we are so happy to see these different things what and was these the different stories. the film we stories. saw at
1: Grimfest. It was transgender.
0: It was... Um,
1: Tales from the Lodge. Tales from the Lodge. Yeah. You know, And, and Nobody Bats an no. you know, Island. Fantastic film. Mackenzie Crook. Mackenzie Crook. Johnny, Johnny Vegas. Vegas. Oh, what's the lady from... Uh, what's it called? Called? I don't know. Very we're annoying.
0: Are. We're going so off topic. Yeah, we we're are. going to anyway, stop rambling at you. We're we're ranting. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers, days. Um If you are interested in more content like this or that 16-strong list that is eventually going to come your way... Um, Don't
1: bother. Rude Uh,
0: Please head over to Bombshellsandblueshells.com Which is the website where we write articles And lists and fun commentaries And things like that Uh, If you would like to follow us on any social media I am at Bombshellsandblueshells On Facebook and Instagram And at bblueshells on Twitter You are at
1: 32bit5s
0: 32bit5s On Twitter and Instagram No Facebook don't look for him on Facebook. Um I don't exist. He does not exist on Facebook. He does not exist. We're also we're slowly expanding the platforms that we're on as far as a podcast. And what would really help with that is a little like, a little subscribe, maybe a little review. Um as long five as it's good. Only. Yeah, five stars only no, we'll I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lower the bar, but got you know that skills constructive criticism only don't just say we suck tell us how we can stop sucking thank you for listening and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks bye